Hello, everybody. This is Nathan Gasford, and you are listening to the Anointed and the Appointed Podcast. Hey, need you to listen in real quick. All this is free. Yes, you heard me right. Free, my friends. Free, no excuses. I don't want to pay this. I don't want to pay that. Man, I'm just looking for some free for, for some free stuff. Well, here you go, my friends. Free. You can check us out on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcast, Radio Public. I need you to do me a favor as well. Hop on over to Facebook and go to Gasford Ministries. That's G-A-I-S-F-O-R-D. Go over to Gasford Ministries if you have not already done that and hit that like button. Listen, we do healing school every Friday around 6.30, 6.45. You can also go through and watch previous things that we have done on that ministry through Facebook of Gasford Ministries. We also are the directors of the Midwest Healing Center, Oklahoma. So that's kind of tied in with Gasford Ministries. Why? Man, our heart is the same. So let's get started, my friends. Got a question for you. What happens when heaven invades earth? See, it's going to be a little bit of a different podcast today. I'm going to kind of go through and share some notes, but a lot of it's just going to be notes that are up in my heart. It's going to be a way that I can vent. It's going to be a way that I can express what's going on on the inside of me. So when I share this with you, I need you to know that I'm giving you my heart. Uh, I'm reading you the pages that are writing down, writing down uh, uh, upon my heart that have been written upon my heart, so to speak. So I'm being very intimate and real with you guys today, so to speak. So um, here we go. There's been some stuff on the inside of me lately that sometimes I tie call on some brothers that I really trust, that I love very much, that are a big part of my life, and I try expressing, I want to express to them what's going on. Number one, I know that they won't look at me like I'm from another planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, they will, because we've been born out of heaven. We are aliens of this world, so we'll scratch that. They ain't going to look at me like I have two or three heads. They ain't going to look at me weird, man. They just like say, what would this brother say? No, they're going to understand where I'm coming from. Sometimes you got to find people in your life that you can trust, that you can bounce this stuff off of. <clears throat> number one, it's going to be bounced off the word. doesn't line up with the word. But number two, it's good to have someone that will encourage you along the way. You know what I mean? They kind of put that boot in your rear and push you out to do it. Well, praise God, I've been pushed out and I can't. I, I just, I, <laughs> it's containing it, my friends, containing it. Listen, Mariah Woodworth Etter, John G. Lake, Smith Wigglesworth, Oral Roberts, R.W. Shambach, all these amazing people, T.L. Osborne, all these people that we think of, and I didn't even name them all. People that have really blessed me, spoke to me. I mean, my God, you, I have a book in front of me right now. It's the John G. Lake. It is the, the his life sermons, his boldness of, of faith. Man, I'm not even on hardly in the book and I already have stuff highlighted. I'm like, my God, I don't know about you, but when I look and read after these people, it's like my heart, it's like my spirit man's doing backflips. Like, yes, that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's just like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I want to have certain words to say and I don't even know how to express it. 
there's just something going on and exciting me, like a fireworks show. And sometimes I want to give expressions. You know, we've all been to fireworks shows and we looked up and it's like sometimes wow and oh man, that was beautiful. And oh wow, how neat. You feel like that didn't even hit what you want to express. Well, this is way different because this is spiritual. But you know, during those times, you had people come in and they got ministered to. But if you'll do some checking, they had areas in the back room or the back tents where people were brought in on stretchers that only had days or moments or however you want to put, whether it be days, months, weeks, whatever, to live. I'm talking about cancer that has a stench to it that's just horrible and awful. People dying. I mean, their, their face is sunk in. You're, you're not even for, you would look and you're even wondering if they've already died. It's that bad. Something's been going on on the inside of me that there's absolutely no fear, absolutely no fear to walk right up into that and to handle business. Now, why am I expressing myself to you today? I'm just being honest with you. I'm being transparent. I'm being open. I'm letting you see me raw and just expressing to you my heart and I'm hoping that someone will hear it and can relate to it and start to dream again start to realize you know for so long in my life guys I've wondered am I doing God's will for my life and I know you might be like well what do you mean you're doing the word well exactly for some reason I made it hard for years is this just me? Is this what God wants me to do? Why do I want to do full-time ministry? Why in the world do I want to step away from my job? I want to do this full-time. I don't want to do 40 hours out there a week. I want to do 40 hours and have more time for ministry and on and on and on. But what am I getting at? I didn't understand why I had a desire to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons and devils. You know, is this just me or what? And I know that's weird, but I saw something on Facebook the other day. Someone shared it. It looked like it was by Mario Morello, but then at the bottom it said Bill Johnson. So maybe he was just quoting something that Bill Johnson said, but I liked it. And I'm going to butcher it so because I'm, I'm on my phone doing this podcast, so I'm not going to try to pull it up. But it had something to do with this. So many people come to me and ask me, how do you know if it's God's will, what, what is God's will for my life? And he said, well, I'll tell you, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons and devils. Yeah, but I need to, I want to know who I'm going to marry and who should I marry? Well, find out who you're going to marry and heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons and devils. Yeah, but what about what job and this and that? But the thing that got me was no matter what job you picked, no matter who you married and on and on and on, this was it. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons and devils. And I know I'm not giving it the justice that it deserves on how it expressed it, but something lit off on the inside of me. It brought freedom to know I'm right in the center of what daddy God has for me and I'm doing exactly what he wants. But listen, back to where I was going with this. There's no fear to step up into those places that where a man has given up. Doctors have given up. No, there's nothing else we can do. You don't understand, ma'am, sir. You only have a, a week or so or even days to live. If that, you're going to need a miracle. Perfect. Here we are. 
Listen, do you realize that the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 19, I like the passion, it says the entire universe is standing on tiptoe. <laughs> Did you get that? The entire universe itself, it's at the edge, standing on tiptoe. Yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Did you get that? If you didn't, let me reveal it to you. First of all, it's scripture. You can't you, you can't fight and argue with it. It is what it is. You either believe it and receive it and benefit from it, or you don't and you do without. What is it? You, you doubt and you do without? Well, listen, now let me tell you what that means. The whole world's waiting for a son and a daughter of God to take their rightful place and to do what they've been called to do. Now, what have you been called to do? Look at Jesus Christ. He showed you. He laid the blueprint. The book of Acts was where the church is supposed to be. We never should have gotten away from it. But we've been told a lie for a long time in our life. See, we've believed the world's way was normal. It's normal. It's allergy season. It's normal to get allergies. It's normal to get the flu shot. It's normal to do this and do that. It's normal. No, let me tell you, that is cursed thinking. That is not biblical. That is not right. And I'm not playing that many more in my life. And I hope you're not either. It is not normal for a born again believer when God lives on the inside of your flesh to get sick, to get a cancer to get the flu, to get an allergy. And then what we do is we believe that lie. Well, it's just flu season. Really? I thought we we're supposed to have heaven invade earth. And you don't find flu season up in heaven. Then you shouldn't find it on earth. Now, we're either going to do this and we're going to be men and women of God with a backbone or we're going to be a bunch of cowardly wimps that never stand for nothing. And the last time a generation did it, you're reading of their books on your bookshelf when your book's supposed to be read and supposed to be being written right now on this life on planet Earth. Do something with your life. Go further than what those men did. Actually, your example is the Lord Jesus Christ. So if I told you right now, you can feed the 5,000 with a few fish and a few pieces of bread, you can do it. If I told you right now that you can walk on the water, you can do it. If I told you right now, you can go raise someone from the dead, you can do it. If I told you right now, you can go lay hands upon a cancer and that thing burn under the glory and the fire of God in you and on your hands. Yes, you can. And stop giving me excuses of why you can't. Are you really going to live in the arena of doubt, do without, never see anything other than seeing other people do it? I'm to the point in my life that I will see the dead raised under my voice with my hands. I will see demons and devils cast out with me being face to face, breath to breath. And I will do it with my words that come out of my mouth with his authority abiding in me and on me. I will lay hands upon cancer and watch it pop like a balloon underneath my hand. Why? Because I said so. That's why. And God's looking for people like that. No, this is not a look at me, pat me on the back. Good for you, Nathan. I'm trying to inspire you. I'm trying to get you out of where you're at to step into a new, a a new area, a, 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 a new country, so to speak, new land, leave the old land. That's not producing anything and step out. Step out, be bold. 
You know what? I would rather swing for the fences every single time. And if I strike out, guess what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to bat again. But I refuse to stay in the dugout. I refuse to stay in the dugout. Get your jersey dirty. Put those cleats to work. Get up there and swing for the fences. Well, what if I strike out? Well, you very well might. You know what? What are you going to do? Get back up and swing for the fences. Because, my friends, you're going to hit that grand slam. You're going to hit that home run. You're going to have everybody on the bases are loaded. And you're going to crank that thing over the fence out of the ballpark if you don't give up. It is God's will that heaven and heaven's reality would invade this cursed world. We are not supposed to be getting the same results as the sinner. We're supposed to be getting the results of the Lord Jesus Christ and out of his righteousness. Our heart and his will is for us to right the wrongs in their spirit, get them born again. In their bodies, get them healed. In their mind, mentally sound. That is God's will. And I'm tired of seeing the John G. Lakes and Smith Wigglesworths not happening today. Thank God they had their time. They had their opportunity. You know what? Now it's ours. And we have no excuses. We should not be looking back at all those tent revivals and going, wow, that was a special time. God's saying, yeah, and you can have it now, but I'll work when you work. When you move, I move. I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. I want to get it right all the time, 100% of the time. But by goodness, if I miss it, it's going to be because I'm trying. It's going to be because I'm trying. I refuse to stay in the boat. I'm going to be out there on the water where the miraculous is. That's where we're supposed to be. Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 10. Then this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Are there cripples in heaven? Nope. It's his will that there not be cripples any here. Is there cancer treatments going on? Any cancer treatments of America in, 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 uh, in heaven right now? Nope. He doesn't want them to be going on here on earth. Smith Wigglesworth had, an, had, had a, uh, before he left, he had a, uh, a vision, a prophecy. And one of them, I know I'm not getting it all right. I don't have it here in front of me. But towards the end of it, it says, I see them emptying out hospitals and bringing them to the church where they'll get healed. I'm ready for it. My God, I, there's so, when I read stuff like that, I, 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 I get emotional. I cry. I get excited. I, 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 there's like there's stuff going on in me, like 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 a current, like like a river that's just just streaming and running fast. And if you get in, boy, you're gonna be swept down in that river. God's doing some stuff, but He needs partnership. He needs partnership with man to take their place and to do it. God's always used man. He used Moses. My God, you go back and you, you know, you you look at all these movies that were made and then you read the story alone, which is real in the Bible of Moses. And we start thinking it's a fairy tale. Man, it was a man that did amazing things. But listen to me. He wasn't even in your league. He wasn't even in your league, my friend. He wasn't born again. The life of God was on the outside coming upon. Now you have the life of God on the inside of you, my friends. And look at the things that they did. 
You know, Jesus used Elijah and Elijah, and he looked at all those people and the things that they did when they raised the dead, and he laid that down on them and put mouth to his mouth and, and, and hands to his hand, his bodies to his body, and he raised them up, and he went to the Shunammites, uh, uh, told the woman that your, your son lives. Now listen to me. Jesus had those people to look up to. Why? Not to go, ooh, and wow. He looked at it like this. If they could do it, I could do it even greater. You need to have that attitude. Who do we look up to now? Well, we look up to Jesus, but we also have all these other people that were men. Because if you want to give the excuse, well, that was Jesus. Well, what about Paul? What about handkerchiefs and aprons? What about Peter's shadow? Huh? What do you got to say about that? Nothing. Well, Jesus handpicked them out. Listen, quit making excuses of why you can't walk on the miraculous and just simply agree with God and step out and do it. But I'm gonna. But but what if I fail? And what? What? You know what? I'm to the point. Listen, I'm honestly to the point to where I don't care what people say about me anymore. Listen, you can't hurt a dead man's feelings. I'm dead. It is no longer Nathan Gasford who lives. It's the Christ that lives in me. And my life, my life is now hid in Christ, in God. I'm supposed to be living this new life, which is in Christ. You can't hurt a dead man's feeling. Hey, I don't need your approval. If you, if people want to be haters, man, I'll give them something to hate about. It's all right. I'm in good company because they didn't like Jesus. and They didn't like his company either. So I'm found in good company. But you know what? People can talk all they want. They can run their mouth. They can bad mouth. They can say, well, who does he think he is? Well, listen, they said that to Jesus too. I'm in good company. But how dare those people that say that? What are you going to explain to that family over there that had their loved one brought back from the dead because the son was willing to be his son? Or the cancer that got blown out of someone's body and their their, their their children or their mom or dad lived the rest of their life without no cancer, without no treatments, without no radiology, uh, 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 chemotherapy, uh, chemo destroying their body. Now listen, I'm not trying to be hard in this podcast. I'm just sharing stuff that's going on on the inside of me. I'm not comfortable anymore playing games. I'm comfortable walking in the miraculous and being a son. It's not about showboating. Look at me. Nah, it ain't about you anyways. It's about the Christ living in you. But it comes to a point in time in your life where you have to make a decision that you're going to draw a line in the sand and I'm not going to live my life surfacy. I'm going deep with this thing, man. I'm, I'm being fully immersed My friend, if you want to know what is the Father's heart on a subject, you just look in the book. (laughs) You know, the Word of God is the perfect will of God. Jesus was the Word made flesh among us. See, what you saw Jesus do was the perfect will of God in action every time. Whatever is truth right now in heaven is supposed to be true right now on this earth. There is no sickness or disease, no virus, no infections, nothing of the curse or of Satan that has come to kill, steal, and destroy. None of that's operating and active right now in heaven. See, the Father's heart and will is for heaven's reality and truth to invade earth. How? Through you. When? Right now. Because if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? So you might ask yourself that question right now. Well, how is that supposed to happen and when? Well, actually, the truth, it is going to happen through you. Do you get that? Yes, you. My friends, if you are born again, that Jesus himself lives in his fullness on the inside of you at this very moment. 
Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, My old identity has been co-crucified with Christ and no longer lives. And now the essence of this new life no longer mine for the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. See, my new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me, dispensing his life into mine. Enough said, man. That's good. See, yes, you've heard that right. The anointed one now lives his life in and through you and now dispenses his resurrection life into yours. My God, that resurrection life, you can walk through any anything that's going on that's of the curse in someone's body. You can walk up to death itself. Well, they stepped out of their body. Well, you know what? Go be led. Maybe they ran their race. Maybe they're done. But it's not always like that. A lot of times they want to come back and they need to come back because they didn't finish their race. Well, you know what? Someone needs to call them back into that body. Rebuke that death. Tell their body to respond to their spirit and wake up. It's like taking a nap. What do you do to someone when it's taking a nap? Hey, wakey, wakey. Let's go. Wakey, wakey. <laughs> Might sound cheesy. That's how Jesus looked at it. He, he just looked at it as they were just taking a nap. Not a big deal. Wake them up. The reason why it's hard to think like that sometimes is because that's not the way we've been trained. Not all of us. I wasn't. I'm in the process of renewing my mind on this stuff. I'm walking this stuff out, but I refuse to get to a point to where I just stand still. I will not slam my life, the vehicle of my life. I will not slam that thing in reverse, and I refuse to keep it neutral. I will keep that thing on drive, pedal to the metal. I'm going forward, and I'm going to do some things in my life. Why? Because God saved me for now. And I, I'm telling you right now, man, I've been through some stuff. I, I, I have a fistula in my arm from dialysis. There's no way you can tell me that a machine kept me alive. I don't care how much that machine drew the blue eye, drew, uh, pulled the blood out of my body, cleaned it, put it back into my body. I'm not here because of a machine. I'm not here because of a dialysis. I'm not here because of a transplant. I'm not here because of a doctor wearing a white coat with a name on the side it's of who he is and he's done this and done that. Well, uh, great for you. That's awesome. I'm here because the call of God on my life and he need me and he wanted me right here and so are you. You might be going through hell right now. Don't understand why in the world you're here. Your marriage is falling apart. Your arms falling apart because you keep shoving the needle in. Your liver's shot because you keep drinking. You're condemning yourself. You're about ready to put a gun to your head and just end it all. And the the pill bottles to the left side of your bed. I don't care what your situation is. I know that it might hurt. I know that it might not be what you want right now. But you must not quit. You must not quit and throw in the towel. Don't take the easy way out. That's, that's the easy way out. And it's wrong. You're passing your burden and your hurt onto your children and everybody else that cares for you. And if that's going on right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I break that demonic power and that presence over your life. And I say, get the hell out of their body. Get out of their mind right now in the name of Jesus. And I release the peace and the presence and the anointing and the life of God to flow everything in your body, everything in your mind, and everything in your spirit right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel this assignment over your life. I call your marriage blessed. I call 
call your children saved. I call your body healed and whole. I call brand new skin over all those track marks in your arm. I call brand new liver into your body. Soundness of mind in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll have it no other way than heaven's way. And that is heaven's way. Perfect restoration. And I will not accept no for an answer. I will not accept hell as the answer for you. Because heaven is your answer. And the one that created it, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. They are in love with you. You're not here because mommy was looking good and daddy daddy noticed. You're here Because of a divine purpose and mandate on your life. See, Smith Wigglesworth and all them had their time. But God looked ahead and said, ooh, I need a Nathan Gasford right here. Ooh, I need you. You fill in your name. I need him and her right here at this time. You might not understand why. Well, if that's true, then why am I going through hell? Well, honey, maybe the enemies recognized what was on your life before you did. That's what happened with me. Why did I go through all this stuff? Why was I even born that way? Because the enemy knew, oh my God, there's a deliverer being put in the earth. Let's take him out. Hey, read your Bible. Happened in the very beginning. Have that mandate. Have that Have that. That mentality. Mentality is what I'm looking for. Have that mentality and way of thinking that you are a deliverer in this earth. That you are the uh, Christ, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ in full expression in this earth. And by God, when you walk under the scene, demons know who you are. Devils know who you are. Sickness knows who you are. Sickness is just, look, it's great. Well, we're getting ready to be cast out of this body. Well, listen, have that mentality. Have that mindset. You must see yourself that way. That is not conceited and arrogance. That is a son and a daughter taking their rightful place. I refuse to let my life lie dormant. I refuse for the life of God in me to lie dormant when I have the world's solution on the inside of me, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, but if he was here in the flesh, he is. Go look in the mirror. Listen, guys, you're it. Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. Jesus gathered his 12 disciples, that's you and me, and he imparted unto us authority to cast out demons and to heal every sickness and every disease. Your excuses just went out the window. This is a proper time to roll down the window and let that trash blow out and you won't get a fine for littering. I'm telling you right now, we must not have excuses anymore. You were made for the miraculous. You were made to walk and to look, to smell, act, talk, fake, everything exactly like Jesus. Jesus wants to duplicate his ministry in your life. We're supposed to be doing it. We're supposed to be doing it. Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 and 8. And as you go preach this message, heaven's kingdom realm is accessible. It's close enough to touch. Why is it close enough to touch? Because it lives in you. All they got to do is reach out and touch you, and they just touched heaven. My friends, you've already been to heaven once. Do you realize that? Oh, come on, Nathan. You're good. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Where were you born out of? You were born out of heaven. Don't pay attention to your physical flesh. You're inside the real you. You are born straight out of the heart of God. You are God's sperm. You're his DNA. You're his offspring. It says you must, 
As you go preach this message, kingdom's heaven realm is accessible, close enough to touch. It says you must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. Make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people and raise the dead back to life. I'm going to say that again. Raise the dead back to life. 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 Well, Nathan, you're taking it too far. Only Jesus could do that. Well, then why did he tell you to do it? Why did he say in John 14, 12 that the works that he did, you're going to do and even greater? Why? Why? Quit making excuses. I told you it's okay to litter on this one. Roll that window down. Don't crack it. Roll it down and start letting that trash of excuses fly out the window. I promise you, you won't see no red lights coming behind you. You won't get a ticket on this one. God wants you to litter on this one. Get that trash out of your mind. You can walk right into where there's a dead body and you can tell that thing, don't be moved. Don't be moved by that. Don't be moved by that. No, walk straight up in there knowing that you have the authority of Jesus. Don't be moved. Do not let fear shake you. Don't let the enemy see you flinch. Don't don't sweat this one out. Raising the dead is no different than headache. I command for you to go right now in the name of Jesus. It's all about how you look at it. There ain't no big and small with God. And there shouldn't be no big and small with us. And he said that we could do it. Out there somewhere, there's people dying before their time. There's people that have not ran their race and finished the course. Oh, the baton was passed, but they didn't run through the finish line. Some, they never even reached back and picked up their baton. And God wants them to. He needs them to. He desires them to. Call them back to run their race. Now some, they might have ran their race. They're ready to step on over. That's okay. Great is their reward. But you know what? For me, thank God that I get to go to heaven. It's a byproduct of being born again. But I I don't want to go right now. I know that if I was in his presence, I might want to stay. But I don't want to go right now. I want to finish my race. I want to complete my course. I want to see these things. I want to be a deliverer to people. I want to know that my life counted for something. Not an eight to five job. To cash in my retirement. To buy a nice truck and a camper. So I could drink some coffee and eat some scrambled eggs in the morning at the campsite. I don't care about that. I'm not saying that's bad, but that ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me. My heart is to let the inside of me, which is way bigger than what I am on the outside. You might not know me and you might not ever see me, but I'm about five foot one. 150, well, we'll stop there. I'll put some weight on, so (laughs) where am I going? This is what Smith Wigglesworth said. I like it so much. I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. If I had to give an expression of my heart, I want everything that I am on the inside to give full expression through my life. That's just what I want to do. I encourage you. Press in like you've never pressed before. Start seeing yourself as a deliverer that the world needs. And start stepping out of a comfort zone of shying back I can't say nothing I can't do nothing and stop giving excuses 
to why you can operate as a son of God in the miraculous. It's not just for the pastors. It's not for the evangelists that come and visit every once in a while and the missionary that happens to be back into the States and has given his testimony with pictures on the church slideshow. It's for the believer. And you're a believer. You got qualified the moment you got born again. This is you. This is you. (laughs) Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 20. This explains what we're doing right here. And Jesus said unto them, As you go into all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe, the good news will be condemned. And these miracle signs, did you catch that? And these miracle signs will accompany those who believe. Well, do you believe? Okay, well, this is what's going to happen. That you will drive out demons in the power of the name of Jesus. They will speak in tongues. They will be supernaturally protected from snakes and from drinking anything poisonous. And they will lay hands upon the sick and heal them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did it really just say that? Yes, it did. Swallow hard, my friends. This is it. After saying these things, Jesus was lifted up into heaven and sat down at the place of honor at the right hand of God. And the apostles went out announcing the good news everywhere as the Lord consistently worked with them. If he worked with them and it says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, he's working with you because he is the Lord God. He changes not. He's consistently working with you, validating the message that you preach with miracle signs that accompanied them. And I, <laughs> man, Yeah, I even have that in my notes, Hebrews 13.8. Ephesians 5.30, for we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. Guys, I'm telling you right now, you're it. You're it. Look yourself in the mirror. Look right at yourself in the mirror and just say, I'm it. Jesus lives in me and he wants to give full expression in and through me. I yield myself and every part of me to him. I am dead. A dead man doesn't get hurt feelings. A dead man. A dead man I am, but Christ lives in me. Guys, I love you. I hope this stirred you up today to get up, to step up, and to step out and to manifest Jesus Christ to a hurting and lost world because they need what lives on the inside of you. But you need to let what's on the inside of you give full expression. How? Jesus told you how. Lay hands upon the sick. You want to realize that heaven's on the inside of you? Let it be seen through your hands. Let it be seen through your mouth. Let it be seen when you step out on the word of God. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Anointed and the Appointed Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Gasford. I thank you for your time. Thank you for your love. Thank you for giving us the time of day. Let your friends know about this podcast and the other ones that we have. Be blessed. Bye-bye.